Hi, I am Tingan, and this is the Parents in Tech Podcast. This is a special collaboration series with Wokato, the leading enterprise automation platform. I speak to parents in Wokato to find out how they create work-life integration and balance their career ambitions with family aspirations. In this episode, I speak with Stephen, Senior Manager of Business Technology Operations at Wokato. Stephen is father to three children, age 4, 9 and 13. Hey Stephen, welcome to the Parents in Tech show. Really excited to have you on today. And to begin with, can you tell us a bit more about your family? Okay, I have a family of five, including mm. myself. My wife is five years younger than me. <laughs> mm. I have three kids, right? So they are currently 13, mm-hmm. nine, and four years old. Boy, boy, girl. Wonderful. Nice. Then the gap is kind of almost an even gap. So that's cool. All right, Stephen, I'm going to ask you, how do you explain what you do at Bocato to your children? Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. So recently, my elder son have also asked me the same thing, that what do you actually do at work? <laughs> so yes. I, well, basically, Bocato is an integration platform, right? Mm. Of all the apps, well, because they are used to all the apps that they have. Now, yes. we are the integration platform that we link all the apps together to enable the apps to talk to each other to transfer data from one to another. So I gave him the example of having, because he played a lot of games. Mm. So I say, you know, imagine you have one account that you can play or transfer your accessories from one account to another account, right? Something like, I think, Roblox. They, they are playing this game called Roblox. Yes. So he kind of get it. Then he started to ask, then what about you? What do you do? So I say, oh, well, I work internally. Mm. Right? I enable the developers, the people on this in the company to do their best, right? Mm. To able to because I work as a traditionally it's called IT manager, right? Mm. But over here we call it a business technology operations. Yep. So I enable the employees, my colleagues, to do their best in the work, mm. right? They don't have to worry about the lights not functioning. They don't have to worry about their MacBooks been down yep. so that they can do their best, right? Yeah. Wonderful. So I'm curious also about the scope of your support. Do you support local? Do you support folks across multiple time zones? And if so, how is managing that like? So this is a global position. Oh, wow. When I first joined Wokado, we are like mm. 100 plus employees, mm. right? That is almost uh, four years ago. And yeah. right now we are almost 1,000. Okay? Wow. So at that time, it is the time zone is just US and Singapore, right? Yep. So it's easier to manage. And as we scale, as we grow, we have to support everyone globally. Yep. So if you ask me, time zone is almost all the time. <laughs> <laughs> right. But this is what happens when you work in a global organization, right? Mm. Your, there's no eight to five. Your eight to five if they are something else. So we have to adapt to the situation. And also we, or myself, we use Google Calendar and we block out time that we busy with our own life. Mm. Sleeping mm. time, eating time or family time. Yep. Right? And everyone is uh, pretty respectful of uh, the calendaring time. Yep. If you block out certain time, they will not force themselves onto it. And that's something that I encourage everyone to do. Observe the calendar and follow yeah. the calendar. And my colleagues have like, broke out their gym time as well mm. during a normal working hours. Right? Because 
this is how we balance our life. Yeah. Got it. So if I were to look at your calendar, what would I see? What does your blocked out times look like? And what do you do during those blocked out times? Well, my block out time is sleeping. Okay. Right. When I sleep around midnight to six, that's how much I sleep. That's not a lot of sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm used to having five hours of sleep every day for, for last wow. year. Okay. Because I have three kids. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, once you have kids, you can say goodbye to eight hours. And I always joke, the only time that I can have eight hours of sleep is when I mm. go overseas, when I go to US for one yep. month or two months. That's when I can really have eight hours of sleep, which is very good. <laughs> <laughs> right. So my blockout time is sleeping time, eating time, and family time. So family mm-hmm. time typically is in the afternoons. Oh, okay. Right. right. The moment they come back from school, they have to hound them for homework, right? Make them sit down to have a meal, yep. talk to them, learn about yep. their, their life at school, and also yep. dinner time. So my most busiest time is when I'm with my family. That's when I, I can work, actually. Yeah. Got it. I like the part where you're so involved in their day-to-day life. So in terms of parenting, responsibilities and workload, tell me a bit more about the division between your wife and yourself. So my wife works in the banking industry. is hectic and busy. So whenever she's at work, right, she is like 100% have to focus because of numbers. One additional zero means bad things. <laughs> yep, so yep. whenever she's at work, especially during COVID time, when both of us are working from home. So imagine when she's at work, I have to be semi-working and semi-not working, right? Especially when she's in a call or stuff like that, right? To entertain the kids. And the good thing is during her off working hours, right? She can fully focus on being with the family. Whereas for me, it's on and off. Right, because of our communication, sometimes I have a message, you know, I have to attend a few minutes or a few seconds. I can turn on and off, but for her, she is focused. So you can imagine typically when we work from home, whenever she's on a 30-minute slot working time, right, I can work, but if I need to entertain my kids, I have to, I'll be the one to, to stop entertain my kids, right? But when she's off work, I can work, right? So at home, we have only one, 27-inch monitor. <laughs> it's reserved for her to use. I can only use it when she's not working. So whenever she's not working, I'll plug my laptop to have another screen. So this work for us, I mean, we, we don't have to be on both at the same time. So so this is how we balance or how we have been balancing our, our work. And at the same time, still be looking at the kids. Yeah. Got it. And, and so I, I'm sure the past two years, especially with COVID, them being at home a lot more, you working at home was challenging, right? So perhaps what was one or two things that you did that you found, like basically how do you get them into the routine? How did you manage this whole situation? One or two lessons that you learned from this work from home, study at home experience as a whole family? So for myself, working in Vocado, we started this work from home culture before COVID. Right. We are a global company. There's no, we don't have to be in the office all the time. So this culture of work from home is not a big surprise or it's not a culture shock for us, which is good. Right. Whereas uh, I have other friends, when they work from home, they, they feel that it's not possible, it's hard to, to manage. So luckily for myself, it is like nothing unusual. Okay. Versus when I see my wife, Working in the banking industry, there is like office work. When they have to convert into work from home, there is a big change for her, right? Things don't work. 
the machine don't work and you know, stuff like that, but they have to adapt or the IT department have to adapt very fast. Okay. So that is, I, I mean, for myself, I'm lucky, you know, in Wakado, we adapt this work from home culture early, right? So for my kids as well, right? Especially in Singapore, when the government have to implement this HBL, home-based learning, <laughs> right? It, it's a big headache, right? So thank, thank God I have some iPad and YouTube for them, <laughs> right? So yes, a, a lot of people say YouTube is bad, you know, but it brings sanity to a, a parent's life, right? I, I'm not encouraging it, but it is essential. Okay, so with that, I've got a double click, especially maybe for your younger one I'm at four years old. How do you manage their relationship with screen time and technology? Because it's almost like a double-edged sword, right? There are times, like you mentioned, where you just need it just so that you can get about with life and do other things. But it also can be an addiction very quickly. Yep. We'd love to hear your approach towards that, especially for your youngest one. Yeah, so kids, actually, they're very simple, right? They need attention. Okay, if you cannot give that attention, they will fall back onto electronic device, right? So as much as possible during that time, I broke out time to play with her, right? Uh, she she liked to play with uh, ribbons and clips. Now the good thing about girls is they like to do all these things, new polish. So I sacrificed my fingernails, <laughs> right? Letting her paint my nails, right? Letting her use a ribbon to tie my hair. But it is good, right? It's like almost like therapy. I just lie down there, not moving, and she can do whatever she wants onto my nails and hair. But it's only like for 15 minutes, 30 minutes, right? Then I have to switch to another toy for her. That is how I bond with her or she bond with us. Then, of, of course, because I got, again, three kids, I have to switch attention from one another. My two elder one is sons. So they don't play with girl stuff. So there's always a separation with, between them. Right. We, we do our best to let them play together, but you know, sometimes it doesn't work that way. <laughs> right. So we take turns. Yeah. Like, I play with the kid for a while, for 30 minutes. Yep. Then I have to do my work. Then my wife yeah. takes some break and play with them. Yeah. yeah. Right. So I think the question I have, Stephen, it sounds like, yeah, there's a lot of code switching for you, right? Especially, let's say, in the middle of the day, afternoon, taking time off your kids, then getting back to work, and then perhaps going back and forth a few more times. Do you face any challenges with that? Like, I know there are some people who like to keep things almost clean and simple, right? Like nine to five, just work. And then after five, no work, family. <laughs> Clearly that doesn't work for you, but I'm curious as to, do you, was that a challenge or was is that something you actually enjoy, right? Having these, I would say, different breakups. I enjoy that. Okay. I enjoy that maybe because in the IT industry, we, we have to multitask all the time, right? right. We have to compartmentize. Mm. I call it the compartmentizing. Whenever I'm doing something, I compartmentalize that, you know, mm. switching from one mode to another mode. So right. lucky for me, I don't have that problem, right? right? And also, I don't have that luxury to, oh, this is my working hour, one hour, no one. <laughs> Doesn't work that way. <laughs> Especially it. in a family with three kids. How can that be? Got it. Yeah. So in terms of you know also drawing those boundaries and making sure you set aside that time, were there any challenges with that? Right. Where at times when let's say in the afternoon there are urgent things to settle or because of like you mentioned your roads, there's there's quite a lot of uh, there are often fires to put out. Right. How do you kind of try to protect that time? How do you work with your team members to make sure that you are able to take that time off no matter what happens? Well, whenever there's urgent critical item that I, we need to address, if my wife is not able to help, right, there is iPad time. <laughs> right. 
iPad time talisman, right? You put over there, they'll they'll not move. They'll sit down there. They'll be safe. They'll not move okay. for the next thirty minutes. Right. So we try to restrict that to at any point of time is thirty minutes. Mm. Then they have to rest. Right. So so during these thirty minutes of breeze, yep. we have to quickly or I have to quickly do whatever I need to do. Yep. Right? Yep. To come up with a presentation slide to to address a problem. Yep. So this is a thirty minute block that is essential and very valuable mm. for us to solve our problem that we have. Got it. And and if I'm doing my math correctly, Stephen, you joined Wukato about four years ago, which is also, I guess, when you welcome your daughter into the world. Like, tell me, where were you in your stage of family life as a parent when you joined Wukato? So when I joined Wukato, my daughter was born in February 2018. Okay. I, I joined in October 2018. Okay. Right. Got it. Right. So, so this is the story. At that time, I was unemployed. I was a Grab driver. Mm. A Grab, Uber driver, or doing some things here and there. Right. Then after the birth of my daughter, my wife, right, start to tell me, hey, look, right, having an unstable salary is not working out. Mm. <laughs> right. Mm. Mm. So, go find a job. <laughs> right. I, it's not that I didn't want to find a job. At that time, I'm thinking of what I should do. So I have eight years of IT experience, eight years of business analysis, analyze, uh, analyst uh, experience. So I was thinking, should I go into business management or should I go into IT? And I decided to go back into IT because of my love for technology, right? And I started to look into cloud technology and that's where I come stumble across Avocado as an integration platform. And it resonated with me because I used to do integration early in my first two years of work. Right. So I, I joined Wakado. Uh, at that time, my son is nine years old and four years old and less than one years old. Wow. So okay. Very young. The, the pushing factor is to have salary, monthly salary. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. But I think one part that you probably gave up is also that flexibility, right? So when you joined, did you feel like there were any challenges or, or what was the process of getting integrated with the Wakato team? So, Wakado is a young company at that time, right? Yeah. And especially in the Singapore office, mm. all my colleagues, they are 20s. <laughs> you know, talking about BGRs, boy-girl relationship, where I'm a father with kids, right? They're talking about getting HDB. <laughs> so, these are interesting talks, right, that I have with my colleagues. And also, I'm able to share my past experience with them. And they also shared the new jargons, right? And one of the, the first challenge that I have since uh, joining Mokado is how to use a MacBook. <laughs> so I come from a Windows environment, right? Using MacBooks is totally different, right? The trackpad, using fingering methods, two-finger, three-finger methods, you know, swiping here and there. My, the first question that I ask is, where, where is the mouse? <laughs> Right. So, so my colleagues laugh and say, uh, we, we don't use mouse, mouse in, in, with MacBooks. So it took me a while, like two weeks, to learn how to use a MacBook. Luckily, I have uh, patient colleagues. Right? They are able to teach me, this old man, how to use a MacBook properly. And never went back. Right? So if you ask me, so do you prefer Windows or MacBook? Yeah, it's a MacBook. Got it. Okay. So it sounds like part of the journey, of course, is a steep learning curve, right? The question I have for you, Stephen, is how do you think about keeping up with all the changes that's happening, all the developments, while being a dad to three kids, while continuing to do your day-to-day work at Wakato itself? Do you find that keeping up with things, staying up to things is a challenge? And how? What? where are your information sources? The good thing is I have uh, knowledgeable colleagues. Mm. So I always 
tap on their knowledge and experience. Don't, don't feel shy asking questions. Having a cloud source, so it's like cloud source synergy, right? We cloud source information, we cloud source queries, and you'll be surprised at how fast we can learn from each other, right? This person can, can learn a little bit here, a little bit there, then we can pull our resource together and, and come up with a solution. Okay, so, so that is what I've been doing, you know, crowdsourcing my, even contributing, right? Contributing, whatever you know, just contribute. Don't feel shy, right? So the culture in, in, in the team is very open culture, right? We talk about everything and anything and we learn so fast, right? And how do I keep up also is my love for technology as well. So doing something that you love will make things easy, Right? We, we don't have not forcing myself to wake up every day 5 a.m. just to start working <laughs> right or force myself to to do certain things so this helps you know, in driving me forward got it that's wonderful now maybe thinking back as the past 13 years of being a father in tech a dad in tech what would you say is one of the biggest challenges that dads in tech face biggest challenges as a dad is yeah. time management Right. Mm. So if you're single, your life is career. <laughs> right. You can focus eight hours working nonstop. Right. But once you are a parent, right, you have to compartmentize your life. You have to segregate your life. You you don't bring problem back to your family. Right. You have to to uh, comp- I keep on using the word compartmentize. Right. So that is the challenge. Yeah. Also, uh, multitasking is also important. Mm. That's the biggest challenge. Got if it. you are able to do that, I think you know anyone can succeed. Yes, definitely. And this is a fun question I like to ask. Let's say uh, you can write a book for your children, just share all your experiences or whatever you want to say to them. What would be in that book? So I would say two things. Right, is knowing what you want mm. early. Mm. Right. So I would tell my kid, please know what you want early. Right. And negotiate the shit out of it. <laughs> because negotiation skill is very important yes, in life. Yes. You have to negotiate anything. You have to negotiate anything and everything. Mm. So you, you come out both as a winner. <laughs> right? And negotiation should not be a they should not be a loser in any point of time. Yep. Both sides need to be winners. Mm. Then you'll be the good stuff. Okay. I sense that passion at the fire, which is amazing. Maybe tell me what was one of the stories when you had to negotiate and you felt like you walked away with the win-win outcome. Okay. Other than salary. Yes, other than salary. <laughs> I think this is job, right? Yep. Initially, I also didn't think whether I can make it. Mm. Right? Because it is a new industry. Yes. It is cloud technology. It is very new. Right? Four years ago, it's very new. So I have to kind of like convince myself and also convince my hiring manager, right? Why I am suited for this job. And also I negotiated to myself, with myself, right? right. Sometimes like negotiation is not just with people, you have to be with, with uh, yourself. That what is the worst thing that can happen, right? I should do my best, give my best to this position, right? At least I don't walk away regretful, right? Regretting thinking, oh, I should have done this or should have done that. So I've negotiated with myself that I give my best and the worst thing that can happen is I'll look for another job. 
Got it. Well, I think that's good. But clearly, that has worked well for you. The need to look for another job hasn't arrived. And I think that's testament to, to that resilience and grit that you have. Such an enjoyable conversation today, Stephen. And you shared so many nuggets of wisdom. But if I might push you to just share one last lesson you have learned as a parent in tech, what would that be? Oh, be patient. Okay, right. tell, tell us more. Be patient with kids. Yeah, right. They will definitely make a lot of mistakes and they'll get on your nerve mm. every time. <laughs> Especially when they are at, at this age, like my elder son, 13, he get on my nerve every day. <laughs> like, yep. The moment he come home, he'll be playing on his phone. Then I'll start to yell at him yep. and he'll start to yell back. It's a holiday, you know, I, I have my rights. Well, right to play. <laughs> yep. right. So I have to be patient. I have to hold myself back, take one step back and understand where they are coming from, mm. right? Uh, why are they saying things that they are, you know, they are saying things. Mm. And as long as we are being patient with them, it will work out, you know, mm. work out fine. And they'll start to regret the certain things that they say and learn from the mistake. So be patient with the kids because yeah. uh, the moment you lose patience, they will learn from you as well mm. to be impatient, yeah, which is uh, not good in life. True, true. They, they learn the best by seeing how we act, not just how we say. Yep, that's right. That's, right. that's a good way to put it. Well, Stephen, thank you so much for joining us today on the Parents in Tech Show. Such a joy speaking with you and really appreciate your candid sharing. If some of our audience would like to connect with you, how can they best do so? I have a LinkedIn profile. <laughs> yep, yep. Right. We are a startup company, you know, technology company. We use that, uh, LinkedIn. You can contact me through my LinkedIn. It's Stephen Hoon. There's no much Stephen Hoon in the world. There's only one in Singapore. <laughs> so yeah. It- Wonderful. All right. We will include your LinkedIn profile in the show notes. Once again, such a joy speaking with you today, Stephen. Thank you for joining us. Okay. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Parents in Tech podcast with me, your host, Singen. We hope you were inspired on how to raise kids and build companies. To catch up on earlier episodes or stay updated with upcoming ones, head over to www.parents.fm to join our community of parents in tech. There, you can also drop me a question, idea, feedback or suggestion. Once again, the website is www.parents.fm. That's all for this episode, folks. See you next time.